Hello, sports fans, and welcome to another edition of Yesterday Sports on the Sports History Network. And make sure to check out sportshistorynetwork.com slash giveaways. I have two signed books I'm giving away. One is titled No Nonsense Old School Weight Training, and the other is Reliving 1970s Old School Football. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Hi, folks. Uh, if you're in your 50s like me, you probably grew up watching uh, the variety of shows that were produced by one of the great companies in America, NFL Films. Now, I want to welcome you all to uh, the uh, pro football in the 1970s. This is Joe Zagorski, your host, and I, I wanted to uh, tell you a little bit about, um, I, I remember visiting NFL Films when I was a teenager back in the 1970s. Uh, at that time, the establishment was located on North 13th Street in downtown Philadelphia. What I remember most from my first visit there was a big stairway as you walk in and a giant mural of Ben Davidson of the Oakland Raiders at the top of those stairs. The, the mural of Davidson even looked larger than the real Ben Davidson. Uh, but I digress. And Anyway, today, what I remember most about NFL Films was how the company fostered my love for pro football when I was a kid. One show that NFL Films produced back then in the 1970s was a half-hour program called NFL Game of the Week which was a synopsis of one of the best and most crucial games from the previous Sunday. Now, they also produced a, an hour-long program entitled This Week in the NFL, which was about five minutes worth of highlights from all of the previous Sunday's games. That took about an hour with commercials. Uh, both of those shows usually appeared on our television sets, one right after the other, and both were required weekly viewing by all of us diehard pro football fans. Indeed, they were our ticket to all the games many years before the 24-7 NFL Network came about. Now, in the spring, however, is where NFL Films became ultra-creative. That was when the company produced a half-hour highlight film for every NFL team. Naturally, some were better than others, but they were all geared to getting the fan base gymmed up for the next, uh, fired up for the next upcoming season. It's interesting to note that even though NFL Films has grown by leaps and bounds since the 1970s, uh, the annual team highlight films are still being produced, even today. Uh, in my podcast uh, today, I will attempt to select the best team highlight films from each year of the decade of the 1970s. That's 10 in all. I'll try to be objective, even though there's plenty of subjectivity in my list. Uh, in my opinion, a team need not have a great year or even a good year to have the best highlight film. We'll take a look at what I think are the best on a year-by-year -year basis. So here goes. 1970, the best NFL Films team highlight film from that season, I thought, was the Green Bay Packers film entitled The Pack. Uh, the iconic John Facenda narrates it. Let's face it, he is the greatest narrator in NFL Films history. The company has had some very good narrators, but none better than Facenda. Uh, that film pivots rather well with a multitude of camera angles that I really like in that film. 
1971, the best NFL films highlight film from that season is the Washington Redskins film entitled Three Cheers for the Redskins. It represented the first one-hour team highlight film in NFL Films history. It has a very unique narrator, the one and only Frosty the Snowman himself, the great Burl Ives. The film covers the team's first uh, day of summer training camp at Carlisle University in Pennsylvania, then goes to the Redskins' depressing loss in the NFC Divisional Playoffs to the San Francisco 49ers. It's a pretty good film. If you haven't checked it out, you should. Gives you a good look at George Allen when he was younger. In 1972, the best NFL film's team highlight film from that season is the San Diego Chargers film entitled The Deacons Traveling Revival Show. Narrated by John Facenda, the film highlights the team's new head coach, Harlan Sfari, and the free agent moves that he made to improve the team. The biggest signing of the 1972 Chargers was that of defensive end David Deacon Jones, who immediately helped San Diego's pass rush. In 1973, the best NFL film's team highlight film of that, that season is the New York Jets film entitled End of an Era. The film focuses on head coach Weeb Eubanks' final year as a head coach in the NFL. It also discusses Joe Namath's injury, which kept him on the sideline for most of the year. A passing of the torch sort of film, it has plenty of sentimentality with it. Now, as we come upon the halfway or halftime mark of this episode, I'd like to mention that this particular episode of Pro Football in the 1970s is brought to you by a new sponsor to the Sports History Network, Home Field Apparel. Home Field Apparel specializes in t-shirts and sweatshirts for colleges across America, focusing on a historical perspective with unique slogans that are specialized for your favorite school. I got one for from Home Field Apparel from Brigham Young University, a college where I took several classes from while I was serving in the U.S. Army. The shirt fits extremely well and it looks great. You can check out their vast number of shirts at homefieldapparel.com. I did and I will attest to their large volume of choices and their outstanding quality. So that's homefieldapparel.com for a great college t-shirt. Now let's continue with the episode. In 1974, the best NFL Films team highlight film from that season is the St. Louis Cardinals film entitled Big Play, Big Season. It's narrated by Bob Starr, and it addresses the Cardinals' surprising winning streak from at the beginning of the year and the team's losing slump towards the end of the year that almost kept them out of the playoffs. In 1975, the best NFL film's team highlight film from that year is the Baltimore Colts film entitled Miracle on 33rd Street. It is narrated by John Facenda, and it describes the changing of the guard from the old Colts to the new Colts. Key players like Burt Jones and Lydell Mitchell are featured in the film, along with the direction delivered by new head coach Ted Marchabroda. Baltimore went from a miserable 2-12 and record in 1974 to a 10-4 record and the capture of the AFC Eastern Division title in 1975. Now, in 1976, the best NFL Films team highlight film from that year is the Washington Redskins film entitled 43 Men Together. 
It might just be the best team highlight film of the decade. It seemingly has everything that you would want in a highlight film. Yes, it's narrated by John Facenda. It includes a great storyline and how head coach George Allen inspired his players to get back to the playoffs following a one-year absence from them in 75. It includes some great post-game locker room scenes and it highlights several key players on that team including Billy Kilmer, Calvin Hill, and John Riggins. It's just a great film. If you only watch one team highlight film from the 70s, be sure to watch this one. You won't be disappointed even if you aren't a Redskin fan. Now in 77, the best NFL Films team highlight film from that year is Chicago Bears film entitled A Season in the Sun. It is narrated by John Facenda and it focuses on the key elements in Chicago's efforts to make the playoffs in 1977. Naturally, Walter Payton gets a lot of attention as he tries to become the league's top running back, but the best section of the film deal with the team's six-game winning streak to finish the regular season. It has a very dramatic ending. I think you'll like it. In 1978, the best NFL Films team highlight film from that year is the Houston Oilers film entitled The Oiler Cannonball. I know that a lot of people would have thought that I would name the Dallas Cowboys 78 team highlight film entitled America's Team, but quite simply the Oilers 78 team highlight film is much better. It's narrated by Dave McDermott, who also narrated a film about early pro football in 1976 entitled Old Leather. The Oiler film gets close to the team off the field, includes great interviews, and really shows the team as a team of destiny. It could have been named Love You Blue after the team's unofficial song in the late 70s, but they settled on the Oiler Cannonball instead. Now, last but not least, the 1979 film, the best NFL Films team highlight film from that year is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers film entitled From Worst to First. There's a lot of glory involved in Tampa Bay's first ever playoff team as they came to within one, ye- one game of going to the Super Bowl. John Facenda once again narrates this impressive film. It provides an apt ending for this list of great team highlight films shown during the course of the 1970s the glorious decade of the 1970s in pro football. Sorry folks, there's no trivia question with this episode, but you can be sure to add anything you want as far as your opinions on what teams had better highlight films than the ones I selected. Thanks a lot for listening again to this episode of Pro Football in the 1970s. I'm your host, Joe Zagorski, and I look forward to chatting with you again down the road. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Hey there, Sports History fan. This is Arnie Chapman, a.k.a. the Football History Dude, and I wanted to thank you for stopping by to listen to another episode here on the Sports History Network. Our podcasters are passionate about uncovering and sharing sports stories from yesteryear. And if you didn't know it already, we have over 30 shows across the network covering all sorts of sports history topics. In fact, here's a glimpse into one of our awesome podcasts here on the network. Join George Bozica, the president of the PFRA, and myself, John Bozica, each month for the Professional Football Researchers Association official podcast. 
We'll discuss the history of the game, the many names of the game, and so many different things for you, making the history of football not only entertaining, but fun at the same time, as we join you on the Sports History Network on the official PFRA podcast. How about that? I bet you're super hyped to go listen to that new podcast, right? Well, to learn about this show and all the other podcasts on the network, head over to sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Again, that's sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Head over there today to find your next favorite sports history podcast.